You're not going to believe what happened to me this morning. I have been waiting to hear. Like, I've been so... You can't... You know, you, you did that to me earlier, and I can't wait. I blacked it out. I forgot that this happened to me until lunch when it came back to me in a rush, mm -hmm. and I spilled it all out for Imogen, and I was like, I cannot wait to tell Sammy when I get home. So he gets home, and he's like, I have something that I need to tell for the podcast, and it's really traumatic, but also... <laughs> I knew I was going to save it for the podcast. And I've been waiting this whole fucking time to figure out what it is. So speaking, mm -hmm. of, which, speaking of which, I'm Sammy. I'm Skylar. Now tell your story because I can't can't wait any longer. I had to be at work at 4 a.m. today. Why? 4 a.m. Because I had to get there early to drive equipment around the store before customers were there. So anyways, oh I had to be there at 4. Okay, cool. So I was in the city of Roseville, mm -hmm. right? And I, and, um, a lot of grass shit was closed. So I had to drive towards Detroit. Mm-hmm. And so I had to go way further than I thought I was going to have to mm -hmm. because everything is closed mm -hmm. on Grashit. Yep. And so I was like, oh my God. So anyways, I stop at this gas. Also, I love that you're giving like actual street names so they can just pinpoint where you are all yeah. the time. I am not near Grashit, just so you know. No. Okay, so go ahead. And so anyways, I'm like going towards Detroit and then it's like, it's at this point, it's 3.20 in the morning. Mm -hmm. It's like the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I'm going to stop and get a coffee at no, a gas station. No, no. And, and, Okay, guys. Have you this, have you learned my, nothing but at all my, from the freaking stories I've told you of me sharing crazy bread with a homeless man? Like, yes. I literally like. So well, oh, so I God. pull up. I pull up to a speedway. It's oh, totally no. empty. And I'm like, I'm gonna get coffee. Do in you know here what exit you're really off quick. of? Um, no, I don't remember. Okay. This is so early. Like, I'm totally delirious. I'm mm -hmm. so tired. Yeah. All I can think about is is a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. So I get out of my car, I go into the speedway, it's no big deal, I get mm -hmm. my coffee, I'm walking out of the speedway, and I parked my car at a pump, like, across, like, the, it's a big speedway, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, um, suddenly, like, there's this van, right, off to the side, and it's really misty and foggy. And oh, God. Out, and so I'm, like, probably, like, 30 or 40 feet from my car, and out of the mist come five... I don't know how to describe them other than crackheads. Yeah. Right? Okay. And so, I like, mean, disheveled drug sorry, users. Okay, yeah. Right? And there's three women and uh -huh. two men, uh -huh. and they are just scary looking, and they are beelining it for me. Right? And so, uh, and they kind of, like, encircle me a little bit. And then, like, the women are like, hey, cutie, hey, handsome, what are you doing out here at this time? Are like, you it's kidding? so early. I'm not kidding. You, you, when I tell George this story, he's going to be like a fucking disappointed father to you, Skylar. I just didn't think of it. I mean, yeah. like, Ooh. It's just, it's just, I didn't think I'm that. Like a little doe, you know, a fawn who's wandering into the hunters. When you stop and get coffee, you you don't you're not you're not ready for the rest of the story, Samantha. Oh, so you have to stop interrupting I can't. me. No, I can't because I'm literally so. <laughs> upset right now already <laughs> continue so, <clears throat> so, <laughs> so like the women are like hey handsome hey cutie like what are you doing out here and then the, the two men are not saying a word they're just standing there and like they've got like baggy clothes on so i'm like I can't just like run away from them. Like, what if they have like a like a knife or something? Uh -huh. I was like, what if they want to like just rob me? So I'm not gonna make a scene, right. you know? And uh, 
and so like the women start like touching me a little bit. What? Yes. Skylar, Skylar, why would you wait to tell me this? What did you think I was gonna react with? You thought I wasn't gonna be able to interrupt well, it, you? It, it, it ended up fine. So you just have to wait and listen to the story. She, they touched you. They touched me. Oh my god. And, they were like, You're, and then they were like, whoa, 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 "What are you doing?" And then they were like, "You have to take a picture with us. You have to take a picture with us." What did they think you were? So like Jonah Hill? I don't <laughs> know. These people were clearly on drugs. Yeah. You know, like this is the middle of the night. They were. You were like, they're like Jesus come to life. I don't know, and like. I was probably the cleanest person they had seen all night, you know? Yeah. So they're like, oh, a clean one. And that's saying something. And so, that was saying something. <laughs> and so, like, they're like, you gotta get a picture with us. And they're like, let's... And, like, at this point, one of them takes my coffee. Like, a girl... One of the girls takes my coffee in some coffee list. And I was like, the whole point of this was to stop and get coffee. So Skylar, the gr- they took your they fucking t- coffee? Did you take a picture with them? <laughs> Just wait. I can't! You're not telling the story quick enough! I'm literally dying over here! So they take my coffee, and they're like, come on, come on, Hansa, come over here, come over here. So, like, they walk me over to my car, and I'm like, oh my god, they're stealing my car. And I was like, I cannot believe this is happening to me right now. And so, um, and the two men are, like, off to the side, right? And they take me over to the front of the car, and I was like, oh my god. I was like, they've pointed me away from the men so like now i'm gonna get bludgeoned from behind and i had already come to a full acceptance i was like i'm powerless in this situation i just need to stay alert and get a good look at these people so that if i do come back i i don't i almost do not want to hear the rest of this story because i am so fucking furious at you like i almost want to stop the podcast i am so furious at you for waiting this fucking long to tell me this like so, uh, so, so, hey. No, my mama bear instincts are fucking raging. Anything I am going to tip something over right now. I'm so fucking mad at you. So, so, they make me squat in front of my car, and and then, like, one of the girls is with me, and the other girl's taking a photo, and then they make me pretend like I'm injecting heroin into my veins for this photo. I'm, no. Skylar, so, I, I can't, I'm, I, no, I cannot listen to this. Because like, it's this, scary, right? It's a scary story. I was petrified. And, and, um. This is, like, not okay to put, like, out on the internet almost. Like. So, I'm telling this story because this is horrifying, okay, right? Okay. And then, get this. Okay. After the photo, they hand me back my coffee and walk back into the mist. They do nothing? They do nothing. So what did they say to you? you? Pretend like you're shooting up heroin? Yeah, they were like, there, do this in the photo. Like, so like put your arm out and then like make a gun and point at your elbow. Like you're putting a needle in you. Okay. And Are you sure it wasn't the sheesh thing? Is that what that is? Sheesh? Oh my God. Skylar, yeah. I don't know. I was like, oh my God, they want me I to mean... pretend like I'm doing drugs. And I was <laughs> okay, like. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, what's a sheesh? Wait. <laughs> You are so frustrating sometimes. <laughs> What's the sheesh? I've, I've never You're heard that. younger than me. I've never heard that. Isn't that what young kids are doing nowadays? Is it like a northern thing? It's like thing? ice in your veins or like cold blood. Like, Doesn't like, that sound kind of druggy? Yes, it is absolutely. Oh, okay. But they put their one fucking arm out and they put like a gun to their fuck. Look, Michaela has a fucking photo of her doing it. It's like if you, I don't know that thing where you go sheesh and then all the kids go sheesh. 
page? No. There's like something where they point at their fucking... What, did they make you do this? Yeah, they made me do That's, exactly that. Were they young? These were like 30, 40 year old women and men. Okay, but either way, that's like a viral thing. Like, that's like a pose that people do. Like, anyways, they said they were okay, like, it's well, for a challenge. It's for a challenge. And then they just left back into the mist and they were gone. You're making that right there that just happened now has changed my total perception of this story and you're making it seem like you're some young fucking victim and that they were just a bunch of high drunk fucking people that were having fun and were like hey let's get a picture with him and no, like at first it started out so ominous right okay. i was like oh my god i was like i'm gonna get murdered mm -hmm. it was ominous and then like once i took the picture it was like a flip of a switch and like everything totally changed and they gave me back my coffee but i was scared to drink it I cannot wait to tattle on you to George. I don't give you permission. I'm going to. I don't want to. You already told me. Don't tell Dad. <laughs> I'm going to tell on you. <laughs> I just, I had, you don't think about it because you're just stopping to get coffee. I didn't think I was going to get accosted by you, strangers. In, in any area, and this is like not me just t dumping shit on Detroit because Detroit is a beautiful city. Mm. There's really incredible places. Like I literally just went and explored Detroit like a couple weekends ago and it was just it was it's amazing however it's a fucking scary place as yeah. well as any major city any city and there are places off of the highway that mm -hmm. you do not exit off of in between a certain time of day nor at all if you're like me a fucking woman and i know that's horrifying to say but like that's something when you grow up in the metro detroit area that you are really taught just because it's like the yeah. heavy drug, like people are really troubled. It has nothing to do with anybody, but just people and their demons. Yeah. And there's places that you do and you don't fuck with. And at three in the morning, you don't get off at some random speedway <laughs> in Metro Detroit. I just you wanted don't caffeine. do that, dude. Oh my God, I'm telling on you. No, you're not. I'm very glad to hear you're okay. I was. What would you have done if I had been like murdered? That's not funny, Skylar. I know, it's not funny, but also, like, while on the drive home, I was like, oh my god, she would feel so bad. <laughs> I would not feel bad, I'd feel angry at you. <laughs> You'd actually resurrect me. Yeah, I'd be, and then, like, pull you by your fucking collar. How dare you? Like, <laughs> oh my god, I cannot wait to tell you. I heard you. you actually had planned something for the podcast I today. It's, like, so fucking random, and I hope that it'll be so much lighter than what you had to say. Mm -hmm. All right, so I was um, kind of on the back end of our Anchor platform, which is the main site that the podcast is hosted on. Okay, yeah. Anchor.fm. And so when I post an episode, I can go in and see like how many views it's, or how many listens it's gotten, you know, um, what our target audience is, you know, the age ranges, where they're from, yada, yada, yada. So, I thought it would be fun to like connect with our listeners somehow and also learn a little bit about where they're from. So I printed out every single place that Anchor has tracked that our listeners have come from. Cool. And I went and took and found like a random fact about that place. And I thought okay. we could like 
talk about how many, like, because it'll say the percentage of how many of our listeners are from that area. Mm-hmm. And um, at a certain point, it just goes like 1% all the way down just because we probably had one like random one or two. person like stumble upon it or something. But some of these places are like really, really random for context of this podcast. And, like, <laughs> how did you end how up did here? You end up here? I don't think you're still here. I think this, this was like a fever dream for you. But, anyways. Let's start. We're going to go from like the highest percentage of listeners to the lowest. Um, So they're going to get more and more, I think, random as they go on. And I really tried my best to like have a variety of random facts. You will notice that some of them are about food because I like food. (laughs) Taurus moon. Exactly, babes. Um, But also I was trying to find as random as possible. But some of these places like there just wasn't any random facts. So... I did the best I could, and I thought maybe we could just talk about them, or not. We might just say the fact, laugh, and pass it on. Okay, so the highest percentage of our listeners come from the U.S. It's no. 69%. 69% of our <laughs> listeners are 69. in the United States. Giggity, giggity. Um, and for the fact that I chose about the United States, <laughs> 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 um. This is what... Oh, also, wait, before I... I want to preface this because I don't want to say it, like, halfway through. I cannot source all of the places I got this from because I swear each and every country has, like, a different random fucking website. And I am not going to be held accountable if I say a misinformed or um, just really a not true statement about your country. So everyone, so don't these, come from me. <laughs> these could just be made up. Yeah, they could, made up stories yeah, by Smith about your story. Like, some of them are from like fourteen-year-old bl- travel bloggers and stuff. <laughs> and, like their parents just like have trust funds for them. Anyways, okay. So iconic foods in America. Um, like other countries, America is famous for a few dishes. To begin, the iconic Twinkies were invented in <laughs> Illinois were in the nineteen thirties really? by a baker named James Alexander Dewar. Legend has it that the name for this sugary snack was inspired by a billboard that was advertising for Twinkle Toe Shoes. The inventor of corn dogs is uncertain, but it was definitely invented by someone in America in the later 1930s. Since then, this popular state fair food has made its way into many freezers across North America and beyond. You know, I just thought, okay, out of everything I, we could talk about, I, iconic Twinkies. You know what's you know? so funny about being an American? Yeah. It all comes back to corn dogs and Twinkies. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Emotionally, mentally, Emotionally, physically. Mentally. And it's funny that you mentioned spiritually. T- you know my nickname when I was a kid was Twinkle Toes. Cute. Is <laughs> <laughs> that like a derogatory thing? It on was your totally dad? derogatory. <laughs> my dad would exclusively call me Tortuga or Twinkle Toes. <laughs> That for you. And then also, I lived on frozen corn dogs. Yeah, and I liked the, and now we have vegan frozen corn dogs. Ugh. Not all the facts are that long. Did but. you ever have the um like the actual sausage ones that were wrapped in a blueberry pancake? You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, I actually have. Those are so. And you dip them in syrup. Syrup. Those are so Ugh. good. For all we 31 percent of our listeners not in America, we're so sorry. So sorry, you never, you never, you could never, you could never. <laughs> United States bragging about the only thing they have. <laughs> our sausage on a stick. <laughs> just 
sauce. With, with a pancake wrapped around it. And syrup. <laughs> you have healthcare, we have this. There's actually a lot of countries, so we need to keep it moving. Oh, damn. Okay. <clears throat> um, the second highest of our listeners. Hey, Imogen. <gasps> United Kingdom. The United Kingdom, really? 6%. And that's literally oh, just damn. Imogen. That's a big dip that's from 69 <laughs> Imogen is all 6%. This is literally the most random fact, and it doesn't even make sense. So I kept it in here because I almost like traded it out for another fact. No, I'm glad you kept it. Look, it literally, it was in like the top 10 craziest facts about the United Kingdom on this fucking website. Mm -hmm. And all it said was every year around 488 Brits are injured by zips. And I was like, what's a zip? What's a zip? Right? And I was like, let me fucking Google Deep it. Dive, Maybe yeah. it's like, and when I tried to Google what a zip is, it was like, you know, United Kingdom doesn't have zip codes or blah, blah, blah. And then it was like, uh, then it was like, it said it was a slang for like marijuana. But I was like, how is that injured possible? by zips? Like, I feel like that writing can't be that's what it means. Mm-hmm. So this one's going to be a little mystery for us. And hopefully our 6% Maybe, of our can UK any of our listeners, British listeners let us know what a zip is. What a zip is. Because I literally, I, I feel like I should have been able to Google it. Let's guess. Oi, the zip got him. <laughs> oh, he was in 488 though. So it must be something that's like, like, was it zip ties? Like what? How that's do a you, good one. Mm, um. Zippers, maybe they... like a literal zipper accident. <gasps> maybe it's like guys like, like zipping, guys zipping up, their, up their wieners and then ending up in the hospital. Every British year, people. around 488 Brits are injured by zips. I'm confused. Anyways, let's move on. <clears throat> Our next highest percentage of listeners is 5%, and it's from Canada. Really? Oh, Canada? Let's read about our Canadian fact. Um... Santa Claus is Canadian, which Santa Claus isn't actually Canadian, but they've, they've, deemed, they've deemed him uh, Who? Canadian. Canada's, <laughs> Im- <laughs> Canada's immigration minister declared in 2012 that Santa Claus was indeed a Canadian citizen. So basically they were just like, mm, uh, we declare it. So they it doxed is. him. Yeah, really, because he definitely was not from Canada. But anyways. It's how he lives so long. He has health care. And he's. Yeah, well, I mean, jolly old Saint Nick. Jolly old Saint Canadians Nick. Canadians are Canadian. just really, you know, unproblematic for the most part. He also suggested that this is why his signature look is red and white suit, the colors of the Canadian flag. To send letters to Santa, children, as use this address, Santa Claus, North Pole, H-O-H-O-H-O, Canada. So it says, ho, 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 Canada. So and Canada like officially recognizes the existence of Santa Claus. <laughs> and they say he's from there, he's a resident, and that he dresses just like their flag because he loves Canada. Watch that be legit. Listen, it's not because the traditions of claws and everything comes from not Canada. But it doesn't matter. He immigrated. Doesn't matter. But anyways, 5% of our listeners are from Canada. Hey there, Canadian listeners. <laughs> oh, that's not going well. <laughs> That's fine. I'll just switch it. <laughs> you just become so <laughs> complacent of my shittery. Like, <gasps> Drinking my tea. Okay. Do you want to know what the next largest... Country? Let me guess. Okay. Is it Australia? Not yet. N- New Zealand. Nope. Serbia. Serbia? 4% of our listeners are from Serbia. 
Oh, malorazumium. Oh, okay. And here's my fact. Um, it's also about food. <laughs> malorazumium kirgetsky, kirvetsky. Stop. Largest exporter. Learning Serbian. The largest exporter of raspberries. <gasps> Serbia is the second largest exporter of raspberries in the world. Second, oh, I wouldn't have put that in there, but that's okay. Besides raspberries, Serbia is the leading exporter of plums, prunes, apples, and pears in Europe. And yum, I love all those things. I did not know that Serbia Rasp- had all yeah, of those. Raspberries. Yeah, but now that I know that they're second, like if you're not first, you're last, so I, you know. What are the Serbs doing listening to this podcast? <laughs> I literally, what are you here for? Oh, there's there's more random fucking, like, than Serbia, I feel like. Okay, anyways, <clears throat> the next is Australia at 3%. Oh. There's 3%, and 3% Serbia is 4%. Rest. So that means there's, like, what, two or three people in Australia? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Katie. Is Katie on two different devices? I know. Yeah, maybe that's why. <laughs> it's just Katie Flowers on two different devices. <laughs> Oh my god. She's like, gonna, I don't listen to your s- podcast. <laughs> <laughs> She's so embarrassed. Okay. Um, <clears throat> did you know that Canberra was selected as the capital because Sydney and Melbourne could not stop arguing which city could be the cap- capital? That's <laughs> really? What I put, yeah, and I thought, like, I don't know, it just seems How so. Australian. Un- yeah, like, so. Just like, whatever. Yeah. No, oh, I'm going to be the capital. No, oh, I'm going to be the capital. No, oh, I'm going to be the... And then okay, that one. Canterbury is just like, oh, no, me. Also, uh, Canabera. I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right. Can... Not... Oh, no. Can, not Canabera. Canberra. Canberra. Melbourne. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. I saw this post yesterday that said, what if God from heaven just screamed, NOR! NOR! And that's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Okay. The next is, now all the rest of these are 1%. So from here on out, there's literally like... One. One to two. I bet you I have 20 other countries in here. Shit, no way, really? Maybe more than that. Okay, you ready? Sweden, 1%. Did you know in Sweden that Donald Duck is more popular than Mickey Mouse? In the mo- in most of the world, Mickey Mouse reigns supreme as Disney's best beloved character. But in Sweden, Donald Duck is way more popular. That's you know, crazy. that's <laughs> just shit you would never think about. I know. <laughs> in Sweden, it all comes back to the duck, huh? Yeah, and corn dogs and ducks. But listen, you know. I really did try to go for random facts, but that one was, like, one of the tops that kept coming up when I searched, like, Sweden random facts. was, like, apparently, like, Donald Duck is, like, the Hello Kitty of fucking Sweden. Can our Swedes please confirm this? Yeah, please confirm. Can confirm. Okay. The next is the Netherlands. Okay. 1%. Netherlands. Carrots are orange because of the Netherlands. How? Back in the 10th century, carrots were originally white, purple, and pale yellow. I don't like so that. how did they... I don't like that. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you know, thank you, Netherlands. Thank you. No, thank you. Um, so how did they get their distinct orange color? The story goes that when William of Orange, King William III, helped the Dutch win independence from Spain in the 17th century, Dutch farmers honored the king by turning their carrots orange through clever breeding. The new color became hugely popular and is still the Netherlands' official color and the color of the Dutch royal family. The Dutch celebrate King's Day by wearing orange, and even the national sports teams wear orange. I love that. Because of fucking carrots? Y'all are boring. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of cool, actually, right? 
Oh, hey, Netherlands listeners! I didn't realize you could make a, a carrot orange that quick with selective breeding. I like fucking selective breeding. <laughs> Corn dogs. Okay. The next is Germany. One percent. Hello to our German Hello to listeners. our German listeners. Guten Tag. <clears throat> Listen, I <laughs> knew you were going to fucking drive me crazy um, this whole thing. Un Apfel. <laughs> okay, all right. Ready for Germany's fact? Attempting to escape jail is legal in Germany. In Germany, it is considered a basic human in- instinct to do whatever you can do to be free. So, if a prisoner attempts to escape from prison, they will not receive additional punishment for the act itself. However, <laughs> I can just However. imagine, like, me like, going to jail and, like, literally swinging and kicking yeah. any, anytime anyone comes near me. However, if the prisoner damages any property, hurts anyone, murders anyone, or commits any other crimes while they're attempting to escape, they will be charged for those crimes. So if you can fucking like, that makes sense. Can, if you can do like a one-two like spin move and like just get away from like an people, escape from Alcatraz. Like they're type like, thing. oh, bra- bravo, you did it. You're free. Mm-hmm. You're free. Isn't that crazy? I would love to be locked up in Germany. I, I heard their prisons are way nicer than here, anyways. Yeah, right. Okay. Most places have nicer things than us. That's so true. <laughs> Italy at one percent. You're just going to hear me slurping my tea. Decaf black tea, if anyone's wondering. Okay. Italians believe that the number 17 is bad luck. Like, we believe 13 is bad luck. I mean, not really, but, like, culturally mm-hmm. in the U.S. 17 is bad for them. Yeah, because that explains why some buildings in Italy don't have a 17th floor. This superstition comes from the Roman numeral 417, which is XVII. That's because these letters are an enneagram of VIXI, which in Latin means I have lived or my life is over. (laughs) Which is like (laughs) fucking mood. So 17 is an enneagram in Roman numerals for like, my life is over. I wonder if any culture. The title of this fucking thing should just be. My life is over. No, V-I-X-I. Like. (laughs) I wonder if like any cultures have like, oh God, 2,306. That's such bad luck. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Oh my God. Maybe. Maybe somewhere. Maybe somewhere out there. If that's your culture, let, let me know. know. If I tapped let into it. Okay. So the next is 1% for Denmark. If you're unmarried at 25, I actually knew this. I've seen a video of this happening. If you're unmarried at 25, you'll get cinnamon thrown all over you at your birthday. Have you seen that? No, never. Literally, I've seen videos of this happening, and it's like a shitload of cinnamon, and you have to like stand up or like. I don't know, I think the girl I saw was, like, tied to a pole, and they, like, literally dumped, like, buckets of cinnamon on her. Well, yeah. I would say that this is probably the most unique fact about Denmark on this list, but I don't know what to the extent this really occurs. And if you are, if you're Denmark, it's, it's, but if you're, a, but according to Telegraph and various other sources, it's a real thing where you'll get cinnamon thrown all over you if you're unmarried at your 25th birthday. Weird, right? Uh, it makes me kind of crave cinnamon. Ew. Okay. Um, the next one is Norway at 1%. Hey, Norwegians. Hello there, Norway. Income and health of all residents is on public record. Wait, what's on public record? Income and wealth of all residents is on public record. Excuse me? Now, this didn't seem that crazy to me at first, but then I was like, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, 
that shit would change everything for people in the U.S. Um, let me read a little bit about what I had. Everyone living in Norway has three figures taken from their annual tax return published, their annual income, income tax paid, and total wealth. Yes, really. Prior to 2013, this data was completely open and searchable by anyone. That has since changed, though, and now a person is able to see who has looked up their own data. So it's still public, but you can now also see who's looked at your data. The thought behind this concept is that tax evasion becomes much more difficult to accomplish. If you're recording a low income and or wealth, but you are driving around in a brand new Tesla, the authorities are going to be a little suspicious. Want to know how much your coworkers earned last year? No problem in Norway. You can literally just look up how much someone fucking made. Or if you're on a dating app, oh, let me go out with this person. Like, oh, yeah, I have this, this, and this. You look it up and they fucking, no, they don't. What the hell? The open nature of this data is also one of the reasons why it's so easy for Norwegian media to come up with their annual list of Norway's richest people in the country, biggest taxpayers. Because they literally can just look at who the fucking... Who paid the most? Who literally, yeah, literally. Isn't that so crazy? That is balls to the walls insane. I um, I mean, for them, it would be normal. You know, right. like if that's your normal, then that's just normal. Exactly. But I'm just thinking about like how that is not normal here and how much it would change things to be able to be like, you know what? They'd be how like, damn, Skylar, you broke. Yeah, right. <laughs> like how much do do they really like, you know, how much? Nothing. Change, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> <laughs> All right. And actually now we have France at 1%. Ready for France's... Bonjour. Bonjour. Croissant. (laughs) In France, you can marry a dead person. Did you know that? Ew! Skylar. One rather shocking fact about France is that under French law, you can marry anyone who's dead, even in... Well, in exceptional cases. This is on the condition that you can prove that the deceased had the intention of marrying you while they were alive. Mm. You must also receive permission from the French president. And the most recent approved case was in 2017 when the partner of a gay policeman gunned down on Paris's... mm, I don't know what that is and I don't want to say it wrong. Champs-Élysées. Yes, thank you. And was granted permission to marry his partner after they died. That's beautiful, but also tragic. Yeah. But also, like, mm, what if they were just really good at proving things? Like, you yeah. know, like, I'm just thinking of someone like, mm, mm, who was that lady who, like, got married to, like, the really old guy? She's, like, Trisha Paytas's icon. I can't, her name is escaping me. Nicole, oh. Uh, Nicole, uh, oh uh, God, Anna Nicole, Anna Nicole, Anna Nicole Smith. Like, what if she wasn't able to get married to her husband and he died, and then she had to like, she was like, I swear he loves me, and like had to like. Imagine, uh, imagine, yeah, how iconic it would be if like Barack Obama gave Anna Nicole Smith like a marriage license to that old man. Yeah, like all right, yeah, he seemed like he really loved you. Yeah, young tits. Go ahead. I don't have anything bigger going on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Okay, 1% next is Montenegro. How cool. I've always wanted to go there. Really? I actually, it's one of the places that I know very little about. So this isn't that random of a fact, but I found it interesting because it was like one of the Mm. only things I've learned about Montenegro. And it's the land of the Black Mountain. Although it's known as a stunning summer destination because of its sun-drenched beaches, Montenegro is named for its mountains with... Its origins in Italy, in Italian, 
Monte means mountain and Negro means black. Hence, Montenegro is, mm-hmm. you know, the land the of the mountain. Black Mountain or Black Mountain. And I guess I kind of knew that just because I knew, like, even from Spanish that Negro is black. Monte- like, I know that, but, like, I never really Put thought it together. about it. And so, <laughs> and then when I was on this site and I saw, like, pictures and things like that, I was like, that's... Damn, that makes I sense. I couldn't find... Damn, Charlie, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I was like, I couldn't find that much of a random fact about it, but, like, I just think that that was kind of cool. All right, moving on. Uh, Poland at 1% as well. Hello, Polish listeners. Um, Polish TV is dubbed by one man. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this was one of my favorite facts. Ready? If you're planning on watching some foreign movies on TV in Poland, you might want to reconsider. Foreign movies and series are dubbed, but not by Polish actors. But one single man reading the parts of everyone, including women and children. The original version is still there, so viewers can hear the first two seconds of each sentence and faintly in the background later, before the reader starts saying the same thing in Polish. What? One man dubs all of the fucking movies and films and TV in Poland. I wonder, like, if that's just, like, the broadcast television. It's gotta be. Because I know, like, doesn't Poland have, like, really strict... I media laws and I, stuff. I mean, they might, but I don't know too much about Poland, like Polish media fucking facts. Mm. But uh, one If th- you're our Polish listener, first of all, send us a clip. Yeah, I'm going to A video need clip. To hear I'm going to need. I mean, is he good? Is he good? Do you, you know what I mean? Do you, like, look forward to hearing say him? You might want to reconsider. <laughs> so I feel like maybe, maybe he it's sucks. Not. Also, the fact that you can hear the first two sentences of each sentence in the original language and then faintly, like, in the background, and then you hear the reader start saying lines. Oh, God. So it's not even dubbed correctly. Like, it's, like, off. It's just, like, he just kind of did what he could. (laughs) Relatable. One man. All right. I thought that that was pretty funny. Dream job. I know, right? Um, I feel like I've known this about this one, but it was still, like, my favorite fact. 1%, the next one is Japan. And did you know that Japan has a festival dedicated to the phallus? Like a penis? Uh-huh. They have a penis festival. How do we not have that? And did you, if you look up the festival of phallus in Japan... Yeah? They're literally, like, worshipping giant floating penises, and, like, it says... Hold on... I find that very relatable. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to completely butcher this, but I'm going to really try. This Shinto festival is known as Kanamara Matsuri, which literally translates to the Festival of the Steel Phallus. The festival is celebrated in the city of Kawakaski on the first Sunday in April. The phallus is the star of the festival, and everything is phallic-shaped in its honor. This includes candy, carved vegetables, and decorations. The highlight is in Mokashi Parade, which sees large decorated phalluses paraded in a float shape like a shrine. The The origin of the festival comes from an old Shinto fable. Legend has it that a demon once hid in the private parts of a goddess and bit off two of their suitors' penises on their wedding night. A blacksmith then created an iron phallus, which broke the demon's teeth and caused it to flee. The first dildo. Literally. The shrine is a haven 
for prostitutes and people suffering from sexually transmitted diseases to seek prayer and protection. People also pray for fertility, marriage, and businesses. Today, the festival is an LGBTQ-friendly event and is also and also promotes inclusivity. The money raised from the festival is then donated to HIV research. Let's go to How? Japan I would to love the to... Festival of Phallus. That sounds like a... You should see the photos. I think I've seen photos before, like randomly. I just didn't know what you were looking at. And yeah, because when I saw it, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this like there's a distant memory here." It's of, so, like, I, so I love weird. hearing about different cultures because can you imagine that happening here? Except for maybe at a gay pride. Maybe but at like a Lady Gaga concert, like maybe at a Lady Gaga <laughs> concert right outside. Mm. But let's go to Japan just for the the festival of Steel Phallus. Steel Phallus. Okay. Next, are we doing good? Let me let me check. Let me just... Oh, we're doing great. Okay. So the next one is Malta, which I feel like we've talked about before. When we first checked where our listeners were from before, like, we, were like, we expanded so much globally. We were just like, Malta? There's like 75 Malta? people on the island of Malta, and one of them is listening to this podcast. Yeah. So um, the fact I have about Malta is a village was built in Malta for the musical production of Popeye. The film set was erected in 1979 and today has become a tourist attraction. It provides attractions such as boat rides, water trampolines, sunbathing decks, beach lido, food outlets, and winery offering free wine tasting, cool. mini golf, and Santa Toy Town. Santa's Toy Town. So basically the movie, I'm assuming the musical production of Popeye with like Shelley Duvall and um, Robin Williams and mm-hmm. like that one was filmed in Malta, I believe. And like they made and created the set there for the movie. And it sounds like they just kind they just of like kept the set left there. it and now it's like a big attraction there. <laughs> which is like I wish someone would come really build a big iconic, set here and leave it. Right? All right. Um, all right. The next is Brazil. And Brazil being so far down on this list. Bom dia. Yeah, like, listen. I fucking... Yeah, okay, anyways. I'm just so multilingual. It's not even <laughs> funny. Okay. Um, all I have for the fact about Brazil is, according to 2007 report, there are at least 70 uncontacted tribes in the Brazilian Amazon. I've heard that. Okay, and so, like, I've known that, especially in Brazil, but even in other places of the world, there's many, like, tribes that have been uncontacted or have just, mm-hmm. like, we might sort of know that there's something there, but we just don't, like... Like, we know that they're there, but they haven't they made have, contact with us exactly. yet. Exactly. But 70? 70 uncontacted tribes in the Brazilian Amazon. That is a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, my mind started, like, I didn't have any more information on that. I just was like, all right, I've read about, because you know that really popular one that was in the headlines for a while? Because that boy tried to sail a boat there to convert them to Christianity, of course. Ew, no, I never and heard about that. And then they killed him on the shore. Good. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and anyways, they were talking about that. One of the main reasons that these people remain uncontacted is because they have no natural immunity to any of our diseases. Yeah. Still. So we don't want to expose them. So yeah, to... it's like for their own safety too. Yeah. It, and it just kind of blows my mind. That's like, crazy. I know. And like I just I it's I think it's the 70 uncontacted tribes. Like there's so, That's so much many we more don't than you would think. No, like there's so many traditions or just fun facts about them. Yeah. Like, like do they have a penis like, festival? Yeah, re- literally. Um 
yeah, just like who do who do they worship? How like what kind of foods do they typically mm-hmm. like eat? And like what is their routines around? I want to give them like a video and camera. Childbirth and like I'm just so interested. But anyways, seventy? That's crazy. Uh, the next is Belgium, again at one percent. The rest of these are one percent. I don't know why I keep saying it. One percent, mm-hmm. Belgium. Hey. Hey, Belgians. Hey, Belgians. <laughs> okay, so this, again, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but, okay, this is so fucking random. The national symbol of Belgium is the man- mannequin piss. One of the most fun facts, I wouldn't say fun, but okay, they're a blogger. One of the most fun facts about Belgium is, is that the national sim- symbol of the country is a statue of a small urinating boy. Did you know this about Belgium? I did not. Standing, I don't know. I don't standing think- at just, it's creepy looking. Standing at just 70 centimeters tall, many visitors are drawn to Brussels for one of the most unusual and free-to-see attractions that the Belgian capital city has to offer. The chance to see a small statue of a weeing boy. Often dressed up in various outfits and drawing crowds from near and far for several (laughs) centuries, it dates back to the 17th century. Thanks for the popularity... Of the mannequin piss, there is now an entire subculture of urinating statues that has emerged as a result of the original tiny statue. As well as the 1980s creation of Genekin piss, a urinating sister from mannequin piss, (laughs) there is also also a urinating dog statue, which was erected. Oh, you could have picked a different word. I think like what I'm hearing you reading, it sounds like like the word is translating as like peeing model. Right, or like peeing statue, mm-hmm. like mannequin, like statue, like, you know, like it's a, pe- it's literally a peeing statue, but like a dog was erected in nineteen. Piss and mannequin, <laughs> literally piss and mannequin, Jane and like what the fuck? Okay, for even more offbeat attractions to see in the Belgian capital, check out our guide. Blah blah blah. That was like from my little blog thing. Twenty right years now. from now, Belgium's just you gonna have look. every mammal peeing around the city. It is unreasonably hot in here. We it's, should open, I think open the window. Is it feel nice outside? I'll open it's the window. It's so nice. All right, we're going to pause. Uh, all right, so next we have Ireland. Can you believe Malta is higher on the list? I mean, they're all at 1%, but for some reason we had a Malta Maybe the listener Maltese listener listens more. Maltese listener before. No, I think it was what came before. Mm. Because I don't think we had any Irish listeners until we had... I don't know. Anyways. An Irish listener. I'm not going to try and figure out the fucking uh, algorithm of this. But anyways. Hi, Irish listeners. There is a festival in Ireland where a wild goat is caught and made king for three days. Yes. This is one of the more unusual Irish traditions. Puck Fair is said to be the longest running festival in Ireland in August every year. Oh my god. Right now. A goat is caught from the Kerry Mountains and placed in a cage in the village of Kill Oregon. Sounds like you want to kill Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's It's where... crowned king. Hold on. It's crowned king and for three days a number of festivities are held throughout the town. When the festival ends, the goat is brought safely back up to the mountains. What if it just dies, though? Now you have a dead king on your hand. Who's does the it successor? Have... Who's, Who's the, successor? the heir to the throne? What kind of royal funeral are you having? What do I wear? Um, the YouTuber in like our community, Anya Orga, lives in the Kerry Mountains or really? like uh, on the shore of Kerry. Yeah. And it is 
stunning.、Mm-hmm. It is breathtaking. Some of the、cool. pictures she posts from her window,、yeah. I'm like, oh my God. I love that. That's awesome.、Um, well, then maybe, maybe they can tell us about the Puck Fair. And yeah, maybe she's attended it or something. All it's cracked up to be.、Um, okay, the next is South Korea. Oh, hello, South Korea. Hello. It's common to ask about blood types. This to me read as if instead of being like, what's your sign? What's your blood in type? In South Korea, it's what's your blood type? One of the common facts is that South Koreans think there is a significance to their blood type. Their neighbors in Japan are also similar in that way. While people in other countries may or may not know their blood type, every South Korean certainly does know his or hers or theirs. I'm adding that. One of their interesting facts about blood types in South Korea is that they are thought to contribute to a person's personality and characteristics. Literally, it feels like. I mean, what's it, your blood type? What's your sign? It makes just as much sense as anything else. Right? Blood types can be used to help choose a spouse since your partner's blood type may not be a good match for yours. For example, type B females should look for a type O males, and type AB males will also do but stay away from type A's. While not everyone believes in this except to hear about it while you're in South Korea. Like, what? I don't know my blood type. If you're, it, it does also say if you're on a date in South Korea, it's one of the many questions you will ask your potential partner or be asked. Maybe, like, maybe it's like also at this point, like, in a, like on an American date, like, what's your astrological that's sign? What, that's what、yeah. I'm saying. Like, what's your sign? Baby, what's your sign? Oh, I stay away from、Scorpios. Next time I'm on a date. Oh, I stay away from type yeah, A's. Next like, time I'm on a date, I'm going to casually throw it in. So, what's your blood type? Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that, here, wouldn't that make you seem like a serial killer? Serial like, killer. Like collecting vials of all the different blood types. Absolutely. Ooh, that'd be a good novel, like the blood type killer. You know what else will be a good、um, novel?、Um, our listeners from Estonia and how the, they have wife carrying as a sport. Wife carrying? Yep. It's not the only country that does it as well, but this was my fact that came up for Estonia, for our Estonian listeners. Only heavyweights need to apply for this one. While this particular Estonian pastime may not have made it to the Olympics, we give it a gold medal for pure entertainment value. What's more, the rules are fairly simple. As the name suggests, husbands pick up their wives and race several hundred meters with their better and clearly wiser halves upon <laughs> upside down on their backs with their legs over their necks and shoulders. The track must have two dry hold on, obstacles and a one meter deep water obstacle. And here's the kicker the wife carried must indeed be your own or a neighbor's and at least 17 years old. Before you ask, yes, this is a world championship. What?、Oh, wife carried? So, when are you and George going to Estonia to compete? Yeah, well, okay, like, what if your fucking wife is like twice as tall as you? You're trudging through the fucking water and her、Then、face maybe, is just trailing underneath. Like, whoa, 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 I guess like, if you've been training your whole life for this, you, <laughs> you pick a smaller wife. Yeah, right? If this is like, yeah, right? Oh my god. Okay, next is Mexico. Can you believe? Hello, Mexico. Can you believe we've had listeners from all these places? No. There's still so many more. <sighs> We're blessed. Or they're doomed. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The Aztecs played a ritual ball game and the loser was sacrificed to the gods. I knew that one. I feel like I've heard something about this as well. I f- this is obviously like not a current、mm-hmm. uh, fact, but I just thought it was kind of cool. 
Adopting human sacrifice from the earlier cultures, such as the Olmecs, the Aztecs believed the world would come to an end in, and the sun would stop moving without human blood. Between 10,000 and 50,000 victims were sacrificed each year. During a human sacrifice, the victim's arms and legs were held by the priests, during which the heart was cut from the victim while fully conscious and burned on a fire in a temple. You just know that would have happened to me. <laughs> Literally your story about your coffee at the Speedway. Just me on my way to get a coffee like, in hey, ancient cutie. Azteca. Yeah. Right? In ancient Tenochtitlan. You look like the perfect sun sacrifice. <laughs> what that heart do? What that heart do, though? <laughs> it Correct. beat. It beat. <laughs> and I'll do it again. Um, the next is the Republic of Lithuania. Hello, Lithuanians. Okay. What? Where are you be? Um, oh, I don't want to say this wrong, but it says Vil Vilnius has an anonymous swing foundation. It's a group of people who install swings all around the city and often changing their locations. So the, Repu the Republic of Lithuania has like a place that just has a bunch of fucking swings everywhere you go. Oh. And you j they just... Switch Everyone's them out swinging. and move them, and like you can just be walking. But like, you know what, I could go for I right now a swing. A swing, and you know what? <laughs> there it is, and you're fucking welcome. What I'm here everywhere else is better than here. Literally, we have Twinkies and pancakes. And also the UK. I'm gonna need to know what that zips is all about. The next is New Zealand. More sheep than people. This is a fact I knew, mm -hmm. but I think it's still it's still fun. Cute. The livestock as it should be as it should be. The livestock industry is one of the main industries in the country, particularly sheep. Did you know that for every person living in New Zealand, there there is at least ten sheep. I love that. Could you imagine if that was what it was like in America? Just like we had we sheep wandering around. We wouldn't be able to move. It would just be us and sheep. And sheep. <laughs> That's it. Um, the next is Spain. Mm-hmm. There's no fairies here. Not for teeth, anyways. The much-loved tooth fairy is a mere rodent in Spain. Okay. <laughs> Fucking mood, right? Loose and wobbly teeth. And if you're lucky, you might get a nighttime visit from a mouse by the name of Raton... Raton... Raticico Perez. <laughs> Ratancico Perez. If I leave you a gift under your pillow. If I have children, the tooth fairy's not coming. It's Ratancico Perez. Yeah, literally, listen. <laughs> All right, honey. Good night. Make sure you put your pillow because the rat will come and the get rat. it out and give you some money. Put a little That's cheese it. wheel on yeah. the pillow. You just hear in the middle like you're like, oh my god, Ratancico Perez. Ratancico Perez. <laughs> Okay, this one I highlighted because there's a part of this that I need. we need to continue, right? Okay. So, the next one is Finland. Mm -hmm. And let me just read you the fact and then okay. I'll tell you what I want to continue with it. Finland celebrates a day of failure. It's called, literally, a day for failure. We do that every day. Literally? That's what I thought. Okay, right? It says, Finland celebrates failure on the 13th of October each year. The first such day was held in 2010 by Finnish university students. It soon became very popular and attracted big names in Finnish society. Today, many famous pol politicians 
artists, media personalities, and others support the day for failure and share their own stories of failure and how they've overcome their problems. The day is celebrated to allow people to be open about their problems in life and gather encouragement from society and others who have suffered similar fates but still managed to persevere. And I propose to you that our next episode is us celebrating or wait wait what day is the october 13th this year i'll check is it like i'll see if it's a monday just by chance i know or even a sunday or whatever. october 13th is a wednesday all right well that week we love wednesdays yeah well that week we'll just make that podcast the day week of, of failure week, week of failure week of failure <laughs> <laughs> and the whole episode is going to be about failures and all I the things that. we failed at and how we've persevered I think we could fill an episode. I think we could fill a couple. I think that's what this whole podcast is, but I just wanted to make it, like, the uh-huh. theme, you know? So, good for you, Finland. You've all failed. Uh, the next is Austria. We've had listeners from Austria. Love that. Maybe they heard the story about the snake biting off that man's nutsack. Oh, that's right. That was Austria? That was Austria. Mm. Uh, well, here's maybe why. Austria doesn't have a big population. Doesn't no, um, Austria has a population of 8.83 million people, and 1.8 of these people live in Vienna. And to put that into comparison, London, UK has a population. Wait, so like London has a population of yeah, and then 8.7 million. Austria's second largest city only has a population of 255,000. That's a huge difference from Vienna, huge. Because where are the rest of those people at? Though? Everything else is just, just a small like, town. Small town. Like there's just so many small towns. That's pretty uh, cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, you know, there wasn't anything crazy weird from that because we already used it up with the snake biting like the, the snake balls. Story. Yeah. All right. Can you believe there's more? Okay, I'm trying to go a little faster, but the next. How many more? A lot. Sorry. Let me go faster. Peru is the next one. I told you this took me a really long time. Okay, Peru. There are over 3,000 different varieties of potato grown in Peru. I want to go to Peru. I want to go to Peru. The potato was originally from Peru, and there are over 3,000 different varieties. Proud Peruvians use the phrase, soy mas pirano que la papa. What do you think it is? I am more Peruvian than the potato. (laughs) (laughs) If I said that right. Modern scientists are even reverting back to ancient Peruvian planting methods in order to prevent strains of genetically modified potatoes from losing their resistance to famine. I love that. Yeah, I love that. All right, moving on. The next is Argentina. If you have anything else to add, because it's literally me me just talking this whole time, but... No, I'm just, like, really taking it it all in. Okay, cool. Argentina. Argentina invented radio broadcasting, which Mm. I don't know why, but I feel like I was brought up thinking that the U.S. invented everything. So this is shocking to me as an American because our school systems are very corrupt and twisted. Argentina was one of the first countries in the world to have radio broadcasting. The The country's first broadcast was made in August of 1920, and at that time, only 20 people had a receiver. Next, Romania. Hello. Hello. There's a dead ringer for the Arc de Triomphe. Who needs Paris? Because Bucharest has got its own. And I put this in here because not only did it steal that from from Paris, it also has a Mount Rushmore. Like it's like a ripoff of Mount Rushmore. As well as they all it literally says it also ripped off the Hollywood sign. 
Brosnov. There's a Hollywood sign in Bucharest, but it says, Romania. It says Brosnov. <laughs> <laughs> and it says Brosnov and Rosnov have LA quaking in its boots. That's what it says. <laughs> and there was a literal picture of like the side of a mountain with the Hollywood sign, but it just says Brosnov. Like, what the fuck? I would like to Listen, see it. Listen, you know what? Romania, if you're going to steal it, steal, steal it, right. it right. And it sounds and they like did you it. did. They really did that. Um, India. We have we've had a listener from India. Home of a mysterious skeleton lake. Located in the Himalayas, it's about 16,470 feet. The glacial lake Rupkund, Rupkund, wow, this is embarrassing for me, has become famous for the human skeletons found in the lake and surrounding areas. It is thought that the skeletons are the remains of people from the 9th century who perished during a severe hailstorm. Weird. Let's go to the skeleton lake and go swimming. Let's celebrate our week of failure at the skeleton lake. <laughs> yeah. And we'll sacrifice our hearts to the sun god. Dominican Republic is the next one. In This one made me laugh, and I don't know why. In traffic jams, it's normal to honk your horn as loud as possible in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> so in a traffic jam, you're just sitting there, nothing to do. So you just but honk you your just horn. like, Whee! Like, goals though and everyone's doing it's just like a symphony of like horns. oh god that sounds like a nightmare and if you've ever been to like new york or like chicago and you've been like in a fucking taxi and Philly. lost your fucking mind because it's so anxiety ridden for people who don't live there and know what that's like it's literally just like somebody slamming on their horn at every moment even though they just extremely cut off the person in front of them like it's <laughs> but I can just imagine people sitting in a traffic jam in the Dominican Republic and just <laughs> Czech Republic is next. Hello. I put this in here because I know this and I actually am quite familiar with the Czech Republic. The Czech Republic is known worldwide for its mouth blown decorated art glass and crystal all individually made. So the gallery that I used to work for was an art, art glass gallery and it was international and i know a lot about places especially where glass blowing or um cast glass or just the art of glass making is popular and the czech republic is one of those if not i would think the most concentrated you would think maybe italy mm -hmm. but um at least for our gallery we have a ton of artists and correlations between the czech republic and so i would talk and meet a lot of artists and people in the Czech Republic, but I just thought that that was something that I never would have known until I worked at the gallery, but it's literally like the glass artist capital of the world, I believe. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool. A lot of them are cast glass artists um, instead of blown glass, and they're stunning. I love it. So anyways, South America, sorry, excuse me, South Africa. Next on the list is South Africa, which I love the South African flag, by the mm -hmm. way. It's just fun looking. Oh, yeah. Um, it's the only country in the world where two Nobel Prize winners lived on the same street. That's a that? fun fact. Yeah. 
Um, do, do, do both Nelson Mandela and Archbishop Desmond Tutu lived here at the same point in their lives. In 1984, Archbishop Desmond Tutu received the Nobel Peace Prize in recognition for his nonviolent fight against the apartheid regime. Apartheid. Regi- Thank you. I. Yeah, I should be more educated, but I'm not. <laughs> Nine years later, in 1993, Nelson Mandela shared the Nobel Peace Prize with then-President F.W. de Klerk as an award for their role in bringing about the peaceful end. Say it again. Apartheid. Apartheid. That's not how it looks like it's spelled. <laughs> Nelson Mandela then went on to become South Africa's first Demac. Wow. Okay, I'm done. I'm done reading. <laughs> I'm done reading. I can't anymore. But you get it. They live yeah. in the same street. That's such a cool That's fact. That's so cool. Okay. Qatar. We know someone that went to Qatar. Wait, who? Remember our friend that we made in Florida? She moved to Qatar. Oh, that's right. Maybe she's the one listening from Qatar. Oh, she had to be. She has to be. She, like, no one else would. No one else from Qatar would. She already was listening. Yeah. Hey. hey. I don't want to say your name, but, yeah. like, we love you. I love. I love her. Okay. Um, there are no trees. Which, I, which might be, like, a fucking exaggeration. Yeah. But, yep. Not even a single forest. Qatar joins the company of San Marino, Greenland, and Omen as the only four territories in the world without forests. Weird. So, like, if there are Qatar trees, is just a desert, it's right? like a single tree, and I bet you it's like, let's in go in a yard. tree. Like, not to the forest. <laughs> and then there was, like, a bunch of pictures of deserts and stuff like that. So oh, yeah. So, it's just, like, mostly... You did your research. Yeah, and it was probably not even from Qatar. It was just probably from somebody's, like, yeah. fucking, like... <laughs> Anyways, um, we all know how smart I am. Yeah. So. <laughs> Israel. Two professors at Jerusalem's Hebrew University created the first cherry tomatoes. They okay, thank some- God thank for that. God, literally. You guys are the Lord and Saviors themselves. Literally. Cherry tomatoes are delish. Mm-hmm. What would I do without them on a salad? Slovenia. Uh, is the next place we have listeners from. They love bees. Hives and honey are practically a religion in Slovenia. There are around 90,000 beekeepers in the population of just 2 million, explains Chris Leadbeater. Indeed, beekeeping is a prime part of the identity of a country that needs all the distinguishing characteristics it can grasp. <laughs> okay, someone has a chip on their shoulder against Slovenia. All right. What does Slovenia do to you? It is beyond its capital. A semi-forested realm. The bees thrive within. It even has a the distinct strain. <laughs> Literally. You know what? Good for them. Slovenia, we love it. Okay, here's the Philippines is next. Let me just check the time. Oh my gosh, we gotta hurry up. Okay. Or we could save the no, last few for next time. Keep, oh, okay. No, no, no. Hang on tight, people. I'm gonna get rid. I'm gonna get through it. So the Philippines is next, and they have an anti-wang wang measures. When this is by like another like mm-hmm. like really cute like gay men coupled travel blogger thing. When we arrived at Manila Airport for our first time, we noticed a sign saying there was no wang the no wang wang zone. 
At first we giggled. Was this a joke that men men exposing their wangers in public? It's an actual fact about corruption, cheating, and in case of airports, queue cutting, as the immigration officer subsequently explained to us. In other words, this particular wang-wang sign is a warning people against trying to cut the queue. So, I just thought that that was funny. That's cute. Okay. Puerto Rico. The conqui is a small flock. No, coqui. Coqui is a small frog that can be found only in Puerto Rico. It's about an inch long and makes a unique high-pitched song, coqui, coqui, especially at night. How cute is that? The frogs are a beloved symbol of Puerto Rico. I love it. Singapore. I need a break. Maybe you can read some of these. Yeah, give it to me. There's only like a couple more. This is the page. Oh my god, there's a lot more. Wait. Okay. We're gonna have to save some of these. I can't. We, we, this is gonna be the longest episode ever. No, uh, we can't yes, do we that can. to them. Yep. We, we can't. We will. No, I Listen, can't. Yeah, you can. I'm just gonna read them so fast you're not gonna understand me. Okay, you ready? Because there's like two in here that we have to get to. Um, I'm not even gonna read them. I'm just gonna say what they were. Okay. Singapore's uh named an island. The Lion City, wait, the Singapura, which means Lion City in Sanskrit, was because somebody literally thought they saw a lion, and it was some other animal, and so they're like, oh, it's a lion, this is, this the, is lion the Lion City. City, and there's literally no, there's never been lions outside of capt- captivity in Singapore. Legit. Okay. Turkey, uh, it's officially illegal to wear a fez in Turkey. I'm not going to read it. We're okay. just going to leave it at that. You know what I mean? Um, Russia is the next one. And Russian, it, Russia's cats can have jobs. They literally get paid wages. Okay, that's good. Um, love that, right? Thailand. Showing respect for another person's head is imperative in Thailand. The head is considered to be the most important part of the body, and so in Thai culture, it, like, it forbids you from touching anyone on the head, even a child. Should you meet someone who is older or more important to you, it is best to lower your head in def- deference to show proper respect. Mm. Don't touch their head. Mm-mm. Switzerland, you can't name your child whatever you want. Can't do it. It is, listen, I'll just read this part. It says it's prohibited to give a child a name that could damage the child's interest. And if that was a law in America, people would be named a lot of different shit. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. Greece, I'm just going to say this. The most sexually active nation in the world. <laughs> you know what? Good for you, Greece. Goals. Hong Kong. Don't worry if you find your apartment building is without the fourth floor. I put this in here because I thought it was weird that the mm. other one was the 17th. Basically, it's the same thing here. Omitting the number four is common in Hong Kong because four sounds like the word death in Chinese. So it's considered unlucky. So Damn. they like fourth floor is unlucky or four is unlucky to Hong Kong. But on the flip side of that, eight is very lucky number because it represents wealth, even though four plus four is eight. Anyways. Weird. Death plus death equals fortune. Lucky. Lucky. All right, this one, I loved this. Okay, Slovenia. Or no, excuse me, Slovakia. They. This is like one of their things. I went through a whole thing, right, trying, mm. to, trying to find facts, and they were all just like boring things about like the landscapes and yada yada. And then it said after, it says, bonus in bold letters, one of the most beautiful women in the world. And this is according to you city guides, Slovakia belongs to the top three countries with the most beautiful women in the world. They even argue that the country can be expressly, expressly, especially proud of the grace 
the Slovak blondes were born with. And then, like, there's a little bit more about that. But then I printed this out because this was the picture that they had in there of, like... Stop. Like, that just looks like every other bitch from, like, yeah. L.A. or, like, South Carolina, but in a fucking, like... We'll put that in the Discord. Slovakia garb or some sort. I don't fucking know. She literally looks like one of the housewives. I like, know. But anyways, I thought that was funny. Bonus! One of the most beautiful women in the world. Okay, I'm going Venezuela. A very strange tradition, Christmas tradition. In Caracas, Car- Caracas, it is customary to travel to the early morning church services during the festival period on roller skates. The roads are even declare- cleared to provide Christmas worshippers with safe rides. Come on, Grandpa! Come on. Pull out the skates! It's time to go to Mass! And he just, like, fucking got his little cane in this fucking roller skate. Bulgaria. Bulgarians are spilling water in front of their doors for success. When a member of the family leaves home for a special event, like the first day of school, prom, before an exam, weddings, they spill water at the front door and say, may your successes flow like water. Oh. The U.S. Virgin Islands. Most establishments don't have addresses. That's basically it. End of story. Mm. They just don't have addresses. But I did think it was funny because it says when giving instructions, you're much more likely to see instructions like... Uh, Left at the rock. Literally, in French town, across from the blue bus stop. Like, that's <laughs> how they, like, and, like, address things to get... Anyways, I thought that was funny. Chile. The oldest mummies in the world were found in Chile. We'll just leave it at that. Ukraine. Summertime. Ukraine. Of- Ukraine. Excuse me, I was going to burp. Summertime, one of the world's most famous songs written by George Gershwin was inspired by an old Ukrainian lullaby. Pretty cool. Lithuania, it has a national scent. If you're wondering, the fragrance is made up of wildflowers, raspberry, ginger, sandalwood, and musk aromas. Which, by the way, sounds incredible, Lithuania. Croatia. Croatia is home to the popular breed of the Dalmatians. Hello. I'm like literally skipping all my other fun facts so we can get through it. Vietnam. Um, among certain niche circles, Vietnam is referred to as the king of cashews. Apparently the world's largest expert, uh, exporter of cashew nuts. I love cashews. Thanks, I Vietnam. Thank you so much, Vietnam. I love <laughs> cashews. And I also am the king of cashews. Pakistan. The national drink is sugar, chain, sugar cane juice called roe but what's interesting to me about this is that the juice is usually only so sold by roadside vendors throughout the country so it's their national drink but only sold only on sold the side it. of the road i think that that's pretty cool <laughs> could you imagine corn dogs but only, only from the side, from of, the the road. side of the road <laughs> america costa rica the national anthem plays on the radio every single morning oh cute lebanon their national animal is the striped hyena. Love that. Okay. We're getting to the last page. This is the last Woo! page. Iceland. Iceland has the longest work weeks in Europe. One of the most interesting facts is, is that on average, Icelanders work 45 hours a week. Are you kidding? Any more than 40? 40 is harder and hard enough. I know. I feel so bad for you. Our Icelanders. Okay. Panama. Panama is one of the only countries in the world where it is possible to swim in the, both the Atlantic and the Pacific Oceans in the same day. I thought that that was That's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Guatemala. 
Guatemalan natives frown upon speaking loudly in public. They would, I would not fare well in Guatemala. Mm-mm. Also, it is taboo to put your finger between your index and middle finger in the act of making a fist. So, like, that's like, fuck you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Egypt. We have an Egyptian. Egypt. I know. Listener. Listen to this, though. Social media accounts with more than 5,000 followers are subject to the country's media laws and can be monitored by authorities and must be licensed by the government. Oof. That's literally everybody here. Yeah. Like, literally any... Like, Even, like, a teenager any, in high school. I know, like, any twink in the big city who's made, like, a couple <laughs> of fucking Instagram, like, viral pics... And yet I don't. ...has to be monitored by the government. Weird. Crazy, right? Afghanistan... These are the last three. Afghanistan. Arnold Schwarzenegger is the poster boy poster boy in many of the muscle building centers in Afghanistan. They say he, Arnold Schwarzenegger, oh my god, I've been talking so much. They say Arnold Schwarzenegger looks like an Afghan. And they just have him plastered just have over him in all gyms. fucking gyms, muscle building centers, like getting fit, like any sort of athletic, like it's... He is the, the literal poster the boy? poster. Yeah, I can't like that's that's something so to think about. Random to me. I mean, I don't know. Maybe not. And if you are our Afghani listener, my heart goes out to you. I am seeing all the crazy shit that's going it's on over there. Fucked. Yeah. Like, that's I. We're already trying to get through this list, mm-hmm. but I agree. Thank you so much for bringing that up because I wish we had more time. But I'm trying to get with two with two more places. Trinidad and Tobago. Tobago. Trinidad and Tobago, the two islands. Okay. The ever popular limbo dance was created in Trinidad. And yada, 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 yada. But also, others have made the dance even more adventurous by setting the stick on fire. Which... Oh, damn. Those are for our Aries, Leo, Sag listeners. I feel like that is all y'all in there. This one was crazy to me. Cayman Islands. Is this the last one? This is the last one. The Cayman Islands. And this is why it's crazy. Only 197 people live on Little Cayman. So out of 197 people, one at least one of those people has L- fucking listened, listened to, to this, this podcast. podcast. At only 10 miles long and one mile wide, Little Cayman is one of the least developed islands left in the Caribbean. It has just 197 residents, but around 2,000 iguanas, unless it's one of the iguanas. <laughs> It's literally an iguana. It's literally an iguana. All of whom have right away choose from just one of the three tiny resorts or a handful of private cottages. Uh, I mean, the only thing else I could think of is that someone was like on On vacation vacation and listening. But also like you're on vacation. Why are you listening to this podcast? So I have to believe that you're a resident. 197 people, 190, less than 200 people. And someone has stumbled upon this fucking podcast. And that is it. Thank you for bearing with me. Um, I knew that there was a lot and this took me far fucking too long today, but... Those are some amazing facts. I thought that... Is that a picture of a Twinkie? <laughs> literally is, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, so thank you so much to if all of our listeners. If you made it this far, hello. I mean, it's not that far over. It's like 10 minutes further than what we normally do. Anyways, I'll make it real brief and quick. Thank you to all the people who have ever listened to this. Globally, we love you. We're sending you love. And also, especially to those of you from around the world that support our podcast, especially Karen R., Stacey, Teresa D., 
Heather A, Alyssa S, Rebecca PK, Lindsay M, Julie C, Dominic B, Catherine L, Phil K, Amy F, Jesse D, David B, Kelly C, and Jesse H. We love you so much. Thank you for supporting the Speaking of Which podcast. If you would like to support the podcast, you can do so for a dollar a month, five dollars a month, or even ten dollars a month. You can go to anchor.fm slash speaking of which, or you can click the link in any of the podcast platforms that you're listening to this on. There should be a support link or button somewhere. We truly appreciate it. And yeah, I just thought that was cool to kind of journey around the world at all of these random places that people, people have, have stumbled tuned into us. <laughs> that picture of Slovakia. I need you to post that right now. <laughs> Bonus, one of the most beautiful women in the world. <laughs> Literally looks like Holly from fucking... Uh, Girls Next Door. No, Girls Next Door. Um, anyways, we love you so much. Do you have anything else to add? Please don't get off random fucking exits at 3 in the morning in the Metro Detroit slash Detroit area. Like, don't be like Skyler. Or do it. Oh, God. Um, next week, I won't be talking as much, but I also can't promise that because I'm a Gemini. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Love you.